You're listening to the Support Squad Podcast, where virtual assistants come together to share their best business tools and tips. Virtual assistant for life coaches, Sharon Nissen, created the Support Squad with a firm belief in community over competition. Whether you're a new virtual assistant looking for advice on how to get started or an established virtual assistant looking to expand your skills and invite even more abundance into your career, you're in the right place. Working from home doesn't have to be lonely. We're in this together. Now, here she is, the host of the Support Squad podcast, Sharon Nissen. So one thing that no one told me when I was getting started as a virtual assistant was how much selling I was going to have to do. I figured my skills would speak for themselves, right? And the truth is I had no interest in sales. I'd seen enough people be really pushy and icky about their businesses, and I knew I never wanted to be that person. But of course, over time, I've definitely found out that there's a way to build relationships and make sales without any of those gross feelings that come up. And no one knows this process better than my guest today, Ryan Dowdy. So let me tell you a little bit about Ryan. She's a sales coach that helps brand new B2B service providers make money doing what they love by mastering their sales conversations and their sales mindset. She supports ambitious, smart, motivated female entrepreneurs as they work toward their business goals. And she believes that mastering basic sales skills is the key to greatly increasing the number of clients you work with, reaching your income goals, and living the life you imagined when you started your business. Today, Ryan is going to share what selling through service really looks like and how we can successfully sell our services without any of the ick factor. Let's dive in with Ryan. Hey, Ryan. Hey, Sharon. How are you? I'm awesome. I am so excited to have you here. Like I was just telling you, you are here by popular request. I've had members <laughs> in my group just saying, first of all, we need to learn about sales. And secondly, if we're going to do that, it needs to be Ryan Dowdy. So I'm so happy that you're here. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you for the invitation. I am pumped to be here. Awesome. Well, to get to know you a little better, I would love to hear just a little bit more about you and um, how you got into what you do and just also personally who you are and where you live and all of that fun stuff. Yeah. Awesome. So I actually, I live in Kansas City. Um, and if you don't know Kansas City, people will ask, are you on the Kansas side or the Missouri side? I'm in Missouri. Um, so I'm in Missouri. <laughs> um, I've got Two littles um, and a 15-year-old stepdaughter. So I've had almost a year, uh, an 11-month-old. Well, she'll actually be a year and two weeks, which is crazy. Um, I have a three-and-a-half-year-old and then a 15-year-old stepdaughter. So uh, life is busy and crazy and good, uh, which is fun. And then kind of more the professional side of things, I um, actually spent my entire career in sales. I started selling radio advertising when I was 21 years old in Orlando, Florida. And I actually had no desire to get into sales. I thought I was going to be, I was going to be in advertising, but I was going to be more on the like creative side and the strategic side. And then I learned that like salespeople get commission checks. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So this is interesting. And I was so, it was so fun. I worked for a top 40 radio station in Orlando, Florida, and it was yeah. just a blast. I had such a good time. It was so fun. And then I just, the career just kind of kept growing arms and legs. I went from radio to television to print and um, then jumped over to the digital side when that happened. And that's where all the startups were. And so I was always just a salesperson. And then I got into my first startup and they actually had like 
sales training and crazy stuff like that. Like I was so, we were so raw in the radio world. It was like, just go talk to people. I was like, cool, let's do that. Um, so it wasn't until about 10 years into my career that I actually started like learning sales and, and, you know, being polished and actually got my first job as a national sales trainer and then traveled the country and trained sales reps and then went on to work for four or five other startups growing their sales organizations. And honestly, Sharon thought that's where I would live is just running sales orgs, you know, senior VP of sales, um, was just having a blast. The tech space obviously was blowing up. I worked on the SaaS side of things. Like I just loved it. And then I had a kid um, and I went back to work after Davis and I had my dream job. I was the director of sales for a digital advertising agency and got to grow my own team. And uh, it was awesome. We grew that team to like $4 million, but even like four, like four months into the job, like after I came back from maternity leave, I was like, huh, I'm not sure I love this as much as I thought I would. And then it was just that constant rushing game of like, you know, we would rush out the door in the morning. We'd rush home at night for like dinner and bedtime. And I'm like, I'm not sure we're doing this for the next like 40 years, <laughs> you know? Right. So I started, I started playing on the internet like everyone does, and I learned about this amazing, crazy space of online entrepreneurship and coaching, and um, my my business kind of ebbed and flowed, and it took me a long time to figure out that sales was my gap online, and that there are millions of talented women doing incredible things, and their businesses are struggling because they don't know how to sell. They don't know how to connect. They don't know how to do it in a way that feels good to them. And frankly, so many people are so darn afraid of sales and afraid of being pushy or spammy or yucky or gross and all these things that they're just like, nope, don't, don't want to touch it. Don't want to touch it. And um, nobody told women that like, you know, if you would like to be an entrepreneur, like you're going to have to sell yourself as, um, as a service provider. Right. So, um, I just kind of found this corner of the world where I was like, no, 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 like this doesn't have to be a bad thing. This could be an amazing thing, like learning to sell and learning to serve and learning to connect. And, um, so it's just been an incredible journey. And I work primarily with brand new entrepreneurs, some who have like never even had their first client, uh, to build that sales foundation to build a six figure business and beyond. Oh, I love that. I love <laughs> the journey that you've been on. So I always have, I've always thought that radio seems like such a fun place to be. So I loved hearing mm -hmm. about like how it went from that raw world to like more mm -hmm. polished and now the online yeah. space, like what a journey. And so Crazy. that brings me to like why you're here, because that is what you just said about people not realizing how much sales is involved, especially as an online service provider is what I see come up again and again. And in my community and with all the virtual assistants I talk to is they're just like, you know, they have the skills, they're ready to yeah. get it all together. And then they freeze, they get really scared. And so I think, I get the sense that it's probably because we've all experienced that unpleasantness of when we feel like we're being sold to. Yeah. Like we don't like that feeling and we don't wanna be that person and we're scared to be that person. So do you think that it has to kind of start with retraining the way we think about sales and the way, the way that kind of uh, works in our minds? Like how do you see that as, or what do you see like that problem? Like why is it that mm -hmm. we struggle so much with that? Yes, like you nailed it. And it's so funny you say that about the mindset piece because we talk a lot about sales mindset. And uh, I always thought that the mindset piece was just BS, Sharon. Like I was like, that's just so fluffy. Like, give me your tactic, like stop it. And then I was like, oh, okay. Because we don't talk about it in the corporate world. Like mindset's not a thing. Like it's like, have a good attitude, be a go-getter. But nobody really talks about the idea that like if you come to work every day and say that you hate your job and it's terrible, that you will hate your job and it will be terrible. Or that if you 
come to work every day and say, I'm so blessed to get to do the work that I do that you will feel like you are so blessed to get the work that you do. So um, it's been a journey for me as well, because I'm very practical, very type A, give me your checklist, like, you know, tell me what to do, give me the tactic, right? I, I can implement all day long, just give me the tactic. And um, it really does go back to the belief, right? Because you can be taking action, but if you're taking action from a place of, oh my gosh, I'm terrified, they're going to think I'm being pushy, they're not going to want to buy it, they can't afford it, OMG, I, I don't want them to not like me and like all the places we come from, then, you know, all the action in the world isn't going to outrun, you know, outrun your bad mindset, right? I used to run back in the day, pre-kids, and it was like, you can't outrun a bad diet. Like you can't out, out action like a bad mindset. Like you can't, it's just not possible. Um, and so that's the first thing we talk about is kind of the reframe around sales and understanding that like uh, my favorites are that selling is serving and selling is helping. Yes, Absolutely. Uh, so we go from like selling is helping people make a decision, right? We're not turning no's into yeses. We're not forcing people to do things they don't want to do. We are helping them understand their problem and offering them a solution. And then we talk through that solution with them and say, hey, is this a solution you want? Yes, no, maybe. And then we go through that. And um, there's no pressure. There's no cajoling. It's just, I'm going to help you make a decision, right? You have a problem. I have a solution. We're going to talk about it together. And if we're both on board, awesome. And if not, that's okay too. And once we really like boil it down, people are like, oh, because you're totally right. It comes from the space of being sold in a way that really didn't feel good to you or um, I, I hate to pick on the MLM space. Like I spent time in the MLM space. I love it. But like they, like they coined the Hey Girl message. Like, Hey girl, we haven't talked in 15 years. Want to buy my stuff? And everyone is like, OMG, please don't make me do that. And I'm like, no, 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 not that kind of sales. And, and God bless those women. Like they just don't know any better. I'm not knocking anyone. Like I said, I, I start, I sold wine in the MLM space. I had a great time, but, um, it really is about human to human connection and, and serving. And so that's kind of my selling is helping people make a decision and selling is serving. I think we are, the amount of money we make in our business, Sharon, is in direct proportion to the amount of serving that we do and the amount of value that we provide. Mm -hmm. And once we map those two things out is that like many of us are have servant hearts. Like that's why we're doing this, but we have to serve in order, we have to sell in order to serve. So selling is serving. Exactly. No, I totally agree with that. And it's funny that you said the MLA, MLM thing, because I'm always like, I don't want to pick on them, but that when I no. say the, the unpleasantness of being sold to, that's kind of yeah. what it is. Cause I rarely see it coming from that place of mm -hmm. service, which mm -hmm. um, when you say selling through service, especially for virtual assistants or online service providers mm -hmm. like us, like, what does that look like? Like in action? Absolutely. So one of my favorite ways to serve or provide value to people is just to like answer questions. So one of my favorite things to do, and I think we're recording a training on this for your community is go out and network and like go into Facebook groups and just provide a ton of value. So say somebody's in a Facebook group and they're asking, you know, I, I want to start an email list. Like what email provider should I use? And if you have an opinion, give them your opinion. Hey, Sharon, that's awesome that you want to start, you know, an email list. It's a great way to start in your online business. You know, I have experience with Kajabi and action, you know, active campaign. Um, you know, they both have some pros and cons. What's your goal with your email list? Right. And like just starting a conversation and serving, you're not selling, you're not pitching. You're like, Hey, what do you need? And you're building a relationship with that person. And it's not just to build a relationship with that person who asked the question. It's to build a relationship with everybody else who sees the super helpful person instead of, unfortunately, that thread of people that are like, oh, I can set up your email. Oh, book a link. Oh, here's my whatever. You know, you're just like, hey, that's cool. Like, how can I help you? And so to me, it's always about that. It's through serving. It's about helping people come up with solutions. It's brainstorming ideas. It's 
literally being okay to jump on a call with somebody for 15 minutes and solve a problem for them because it's easy for you and not for them without asking for anything in return. Like to me, that's what I mean by serving um, and really selling through serving. Right. No, I love that so much. And it's so multi-layered too, because when we take the time to have these conversations and serve people, we learn so much about them too. We learn so much more about the problems that they're having, the way to speak to them. So um, I can really see how impactful that is on so many layers. Um, Do you find that to be true as well? Like as you're opening these conversations, you learn more too. Absolutely. And that's actually why I tell so many of my brand new entrepreneurs to like, go talk to people because like you just said, you're going to learn a ton of things. Like one of the mistakes I made early on, like coming out of the corporate world, I used a lot of corporate lingo and jargon words like revenue and projections and sales process. And people are like, I just, I just want to get a client. Like, I just want to be a freelancer. Like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Do I have revenue? Was that a thing? But I didn't know that until like I started getting out there and talking to people. And then also it's the practice of talking about your business, right? When you're new to business, it feels sometimes like a fraud when you're like, I'm a virtual assistant, right? Like you're like, am I a virtual assistant? Cause like you have to own that identity, but just by networking and talking and serving, you are stepping into that identity, which is the mindset piece as well, right? Like you become more of a virtual assistant the more assistance and service you do, the more times you tell people like, yeah, I have a virtual assistant business and I help business owners do this and this and this. And the more that you say it, the more you do it, the more natural it becomes. Um, And so there's the mindset piece that goes into it as well. Absolutely. I have um, one question that comes up a lot with um, the folks I serve and the people in my community. So I was like, how do I come across as authentic? And I'm always like, if you're actually serving and if you're actually helping, it will always be authentic, right? If we're actually talking about what we know and um, how we can help, it's always going to be authentic. So anytime you like step out of that and feel like you're pushing it, I feel like you Mm -hmm. can kind of feel that. Do you think it's intuitive in that way where you can kind of feel when it's, when you're pushing too hard and things like that? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but I also think there's a difference between like handling an objection and, and being pushy. But for me, authenticity is yes. Whenever it's no longer about them and it becomes about you, like that's when, you know, when you're trying to talk somebody into saying yes, because it serves you, not trying to talk somebody into saying yes or talking them through a yes, because it serves them. Like that's the real difference, right? Oh my gosh. I love that so much because that will impact your business. Not just in that moment where they either object, like what if you push someone to to work with you who you don't want to work with, like who, you know, that's just a red flag. So I love that, that you said that once you make it more about serving the other person, it takes all that pressure off. I love that so much. Mm -hmm. So Like you said, you will be in our group this month, which I'm so excited about talking about networking and how to meet people. And I'd love for you to share a little bit about what you're going to be talking about in that training. Absolutely. So like I said, I think step one, number one, I tell all entrepreneurs is to go talk to people, right? Like go talk to people. The more people you talk to, the more money you will make. There's a direct correlation. There has never been a sales organization I've run where that has not been true, right? So um, I focus really on how to network because what I find a lot of, especially like virtual assistants and freelancers doing is going into Facebook groups, but they're going into Facebook groups looking for people who are looking for them. Right. right. Like they're looking for like your hashtag job up or, you know, Hey, you know, I need help with blah, 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 blah. And I actually kind of flip it on its head and say, instead of looking for people that are looking for you, let's just go talk to people. And I always throw out all sorts of crazy ideas. Like what if you were at like a backyard barbecue or you were at your, 
you know, kids preschool roundup, or you were at a holiday cocktail party, or you were at a networking event in person, right? Like you wouldn't, there, nobody's wearing a sign that says, I need a virtual assistant, or I need a business coach, right? We have to do that by talking to everyone, because sometimes people don't even know we need us, uh, or they need us. Like I tell people all the time, before I started this business, I didn't know bookkeepers were a thing, Sharon. Like I thought I would have to have an accountant, a CPA, like the fact that there was a virtual bookkeeper who could handle my books day to day, and then I could hand it all over to a CPA at the end of the year, like didn't know that that was a thing. So there's some people out there legitimately that don't even know that a VA is available to them and what that could mean for them. So for me, it's really just about the idea of um, talking to everyone in the room and how to do that in a genuine way. And so that's really what we're going to talk about is instead of just hunting and pecking through Facebook groups, looking for that job opportunity is going into Facebook groups or hanging out on Instagram or LinkedIn, wherever you hang out and just going up, going in there and building a relationships and building a network of people uh, because everybody knows people. I truly believe that every single person you meet has a network of people that you could potentially serve in some way, shape or form. Absolutely. I, I love that because I think that's kind of a shift that most new virtual assistants have to make at some point in their business. Like when I first started out, all I, the only place I knew to look for clients was Upwork because people would post and I could, I could submit a proposal. But then of course the best clients I've ever had were people that I met at like a, a goddess gathering or like, you know, yes. the most like random things be just because I yeah. said what I did and they wanted to know more. And right. I, I found such a different level too of like the way that we relate to each other because it's from this place of like, they didn't even know they needed me and then they found yeah. me. It's like, yes. it's, it's even more valuable. So I absolutely love that we're going to be talking about networking in that way. So I'm so excited. And then um, for the last question for the podcast, I would love to know just something about you that's just totally unrelated to your business that you love doing and that lights you up. Ooh, so this is a, a, a rekindled hobby. Um, I have a heavy bag in my garage and I love to box. <laughs> it's my all-time favorite thing. I started um, I started boxing actually in one of my sales jobs. So it was really high pressure. And I started taking boxing classes at a uh, title boxing. I don't know if that is a thing where you are, but it was a franchise. Yeah. I did yes. title boxing in Colorado. It was so fun. I broke my toe accidentally because I <laughs> I kicked the bag the wrong way, but I, I loved it. I did it for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that is like a rekindled love of mine in, in, um, our stay at home orders is, you know, my gym shut down and I had two babies in two and a half years. And I was like, I really need to get it together. Like the fitness routine is good for stress. It's good for my brain. I like solve all the world's problems working out. And then the gym closed and my heavy bag was in the basement and I'm like, it's dark down there. It's gross. And so I had my husband bring it upstairs to the garage. And so in the morning I will like throw out my garage doors and like throw on my headphones and work out. And it has just been like so much fun. And I feel so strong and so powerful. And I come up with some really amazing ideas. <laughs> Uh, when I'm boxing. So I love it. I love that. Do you, do you use like a video or do you just remember what you've done in class or? So I have a couple of workouts. A few years ago, I had a girlfriend who is a trainer and she per, like, she wrote a couple of workouts for me. So I have like four workouts that are, um, and I just use an interval timer on my phone. Like I have it set up just like, um, like a three minute work and one minute rest. Mm -hmm. And she has it all mapped out. So I just cycle through like those four workouts. It'll tell me like my different punches and kicks. And then I just, the interval timer tells me what to do. So and the other day, like my little guy, this month, uh, we're recording this around Memorial Day. And so we had that Monday off. And so the little dude came outside with me 
Um, and he has his own boxing gloves. And sometimes we just made up our workout and fun stuff like that. So, but that's just been my new hobby when people are like, well, what have you been doing? I'm like, well, not much since we're staying at home. But that is one thing I have really like discovered is I just, I forgot how powerful and strong it feels and how, what a good stress relief it is. And um, it's a really, I used to do it at the end of the day to like relieve stress from my job to like go home. And now I do it in the morning and it just makes me feel really powerful. Energized, so, yeah. I love it. Yeah. So fun. Yeah. The, the, the few times I went to title, I like <laughs> felt amazing. Like I felt Isn't it powerful. so fun? And I've always considered myself a very wussy little lady. <laughs> 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 I was like, wow, yeah. I do this. But then I broke yeah. my toe and you know, that's, that's embarrassing. So <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> so, of course, everyone is going to, everyone that listens to the podcast is going to want to know where to find you, how to work with you. I know you have this five-step sales system that we can sign mm-hmm. up for and all of that. So I'd love to know all the places that we can get cool. in touch with you. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. So you do have um, my PDF that is my five-step proven process to getting clients. So I walk you through lead generation to like closing and onboarding, um, which Sharon has for you guys, which will be fun. But my favorite place on the internet is my Facebook group. It is sales skills for women in business. Uh, we have so much fun. I, I do weekly live training over there and I just love interacting and networking and connecting and serving the women in that community. And we are just finally, we are late to the Instagram party, but we are over on Instagram at Uncensored Sales. Uh, So follow along over there. I am like working. It's like when you learn a new habit, like I'm working the Instagram into my habits um, because I'm like the worst, like I'm just going to watch stories. Uh, But anyway, we're over there. We're kind of tons of fun um, sales tips and and cool ways to interact with you guys over there as well. So either place is a lovely place to connect. Well, I have heard personal testimonials about your Facebook group. So I definitely think everyone listening should check that out based on what I've heard. So awesome. All those links you guys are going to be in the show notes on the support squad.com. So check that out. And Ryan, I am so excited to learn more about networking from you and the membership this month. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank you, Sharon. Thanks guys. Thank you so much for tuning into the Support Squad podcast. Make sure to visit thesupportsquad.com to check out the show notes for this episode. If you want to dive deeper into our thriving virtual assistant community, here's what's coming up in the membership this month. Our theme is Networking 101, and sales coach Ryan Dowdy is showing us how to find a more enjoyable, fulfilling, and manageable way of marketing and building your business. To help you dive into networking, I'm sharing a guide with 50 Facebook groups that you can use to connect with business owners and a variety of niches. Members will also receive a lead tracking spreadsheet to help you keep track of the business owners you meet online so that you can plan your follow-ups and stay on their radar. And of course, we'll have two live group coaching calls and you'll get access to all the past content in the membership area. Join us now with a free 14-day trial at thesupportsquad.com. I'll see you in there. Until next time, boss babe.